Welcome to Side Hustle City, and thanks for joining us. Our goal is to help you connect to real people who found success turning their side hustle into a main hustle, and we hope you can too. I'm Adam Kaler. I'm joined by Kyle Stevie, my co-host. Let's get started. All right, welcome back everybody to the Side Hustle City podcast. Today, Monica Tuck has brought us a couple new guests. Kevin Snow all the way up in snowy Minnesota and Donnie Boyman down in Texas, which doesn't get a whole lot of snow, but uh, I know Dallas got some snow for a while there, didn't it? It did. It did. Um, And we called the North and said that their snow went missing. Could they please come get it? (laughs) (laughs) And we told them we have plenty of ours. You can keep it. So I think that office is in Cleveland or no, it's in Buffalo. That office, whoever goes, comes and gets the snow. We, we had this year we had the most snow ever in like the history of the state, or at least since they've been recording inches of snowfall. Yeah. This is our snowiest year ever. Oh my God. How far up North are you in Minnesota? I'm in Canada. I am not in Canada. (laughs) I am Ottawa. I'm an hour. Yeah. (laughs) I'm in Saskatchewan, just, just South of the Arctic circle. No, I'm, I'm about an hour North of the twin cities. So I'm still like, three and a half, four hours from the border. So. Okay. Okay. And where are you at in Texas, Donnie? Fort Worth. And I'm a little offended. You said Dallas, cause those are two different major cities. <laughs> they don't and, like each other at all. Yeah. You know, Dallas plays on Dallas. Fort Worth plays on the Fort Worth side of things. So, so the, those Dallas people are like big time city folk. We like our kind of backyard, you know, rum drinking Mayberry town style over in the four side of things. Well, you're telling me this is I sit in Kentucky right across from downtown Cincinnati. So we're, you know, it's I, the same I didn't thing. Even know that was a thing. I, I didn't know that y'all were like, you know, neighbors. Oh, and Indiana's got- our neighbor. We got three, <laughs> we got three States right here and they all think different stuff. So it's wild. It, it, it is kind of surprising. The number of people that I've had to explain why our Cincinnati event is in Northern Kentucky. Oh yeah. And, and I'm like, but they're connected. They, they're, like the city sprawls across two states. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah. They don't get it. Heard since since Kentucky. I, I heard well, that. Once you soon. get to those kind of middle states, they all just kind of blend together. I mean, <laughs> really? I mean, who's gonna go to That's this Columbus. Cincinnati? That's Columbus. <laughs> Columbus looks like any city. Well, I, I better not piss off our Columbus people. But no, I tell you, it, nothing's that, as bad as Kansas. Kansas is like nothing but wheat fields. Oh man. Yeah. They got some amazing food, but, but man, you drive through Kansas and you're just seeing flat wheat fields for days. Yeah. And Kentucky. Where Adam is in Covington is like, it, I think it's one of the prettiest places in the Cincinnati greater Cincinnati. It's like, I feel like you're in Europe. It's really pretty. Or New Orleans. Like part of it's like New Orleans. Yeah. Part of it's like, wait, uh, wait, like when I think of New Orleans, all I can think is dirty, you know, oh, not that part of New Orleans. Trash. I mean, we got that too. Yeah, of course. But <laughs> no, nah, but it's like the Brooklyn of Cincinnati, I guess you could, you could say. Um, and it's just got its own culture. It's crazy. You, well, as soon as you cross the border, you get Southern accents. And then when you're in Ohio, it's not that way. And then nobody crosses the river, which is probably why they still have their accents over here. Nobody, they, they don't cross pollinate at all. It's just like, I'm from Kentucky. I'm not going over to Ohio. Ohio people are like, why do I need to go to Kentucky? And you got these bridges and just like the only people that use it is trucks. And then I use it because I live in Cincinnati and my office is in Kentucky. So 
But yeah, it's kind of a wild culture that we got here. And then Kevin, you're up there in the Twin Cities too. So I mean, you got Donnie's got Twin Cities. Kevin's got Twin Cities. I got, I guess we got Twin Cities kind of too. Yeah, my Twin Cities don't like each other either. I heard you all had a three way. Yeah, yeah. No, wait, that's a chili. That's, that's a, a chili. chili. <laughs> well, it's the fu- oh, and Adam was one of the Skyline Chili guys on the billboards, commercials, advertisements, everything. Oh, that was awesome. It was like being an all star in Cincinnati. Like, if all you right, have anything to do with Skyline, yeah. you're like they're, a king. They're here. telling me I'm supposed to eat this crap with chili on top of freaking spaghetti. Who does that? No, you got it. It's Greeks. <laughs> so the Greeks, there's a big Greek population here. They pretty much invented all of our unique food here. So you got to think of it like, so it's Greek wedding soup, essentially. But if you think of like Italian pasta sauce, right? That's just red sauce that they pour on top of spaghetti, right? Okay. So you got to understand, I don't like pasta. I don't like it. I mean, I like some Italian foods. Um, you guys aren't even cooking real chili because you put flipping beans in the damn thing. Mm, There's so, chocolate in it too. There's, there's chocolate, chocolate and cinnamon. Yeah. Chocolate yep. and cinnamon. Yeah, that's that is totally a Greek thing. Yep. It's one hundred percent a Greek thing. So it's like it's essentially try it on the hot dogs. We're going with the hot dogs. Yeah. It's essentially Man. Greeks to it is what to Greeks what uh what pasta in spaghetti sauce is to Italians. So it's kind of like Italian version of spaghetti. Or the Greek version. So this is just one of those things that, you know, your parents force you to eat as a kid. So now you think it's good when it actually tastes like crap. That's that's my theory on this. When you see the cheese, like the cheese, like sets it off like this big giant bundle of cheese that they put on top. You guys are winning me over cheese, chocolate and cinnamon. I mean, you guys are just just crushing it here from I'm just thrilled. I will tell you. You oyster crackers. You put the hot sauce. You buy the corner of the oyster cracker, fill it with hot sauce put it in your mouth it's the best thing you ever had it really hey, is if you like mole from from mexico uh, you know chicken mole or pork or whatever you want to put in it that has chocolate in it True. that also has cinnamon in it yeah and see there you go you, 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 you guys, guys aren't get winning educated. Any, yeah you guys aren't winning any bets here i mean i've <laughs> agreed to try it i'll do that i will eat the hot dog and put this Shit on top of it to the side. I mean, we'll just go that way. <laughs> no, okay. I'll, I'll 100% try it. I'll 100% try it. Well, guys, we're That's on point. Yeah, yeah. You'll, we're we're going to get him down here and then you're going to. Have you tried it? We'll take you out. Next time you're here, we're going to take you out. Yeah. No, they're coming the week after next, but well, you aren't going to. Well, that's why we. Yeah, I'll be in my Florida somewhere, but we're going to talk about it. So let's talk about it. So guys, you you run essentially a professionals network. Uh, Monica is part of that. Monica has been, you know, bringing on some of the people she's been meeting and networking with from the Success Champion Network. But talk a little bit about it. Monica, actually, Monica, why don't you introduce them? Why don't you just talk about like your experience with it and why you joined it? Yeah. Um, so I joined it. It's actually been exactly 12 months ago, last spring. Um, I really am terrible at sales. (laughs) I'm not a salesperson at all. And I just, I feel like when I was like needing to get out and start talking to more people, I was actually, I was working for some larger contracts and, um, just knowing it wasn't my ideal client space. Um, and I really wanted to start working with more, um, independent business owners again. And just really, that is my ideal space. So, a couple people in my group, they were in marketing. They started talking to me about it. And I just came on to, on to visit a call. It's a virtual group. 
we meet once a week locally. That's how they have it set up, like across the country. You have your local virtual um, group calls where you get on for an hour a week virtually um, and just really all network, um, grow each other's businesses, um, help each other with introductions, referrals. Um, You also meet up one-on-one outside of our calls with our group. Just really small business owners trying to help and grow um, each other's networks um, and make introductions. So a year ago, I joined um, I used to be in a networking before COVID and then I just kind of got out of, I just kind of got in my own little rut during COVID. Um, and I was working on some larger contracts with large, just larger, not needing a, as much of a mix of clients versus like one or two contracts at a time. Um, so when I came, I just feel like it's been so educational and it's really changed my like philosophy on sales of not like selling for yourself, but mm. selling, but helping others first. And helping other people and their businesses first. And really referrals really come after that. Um, and it's really been taught, I feel like, through the organization, like about helping others to gain. It's not about you getting on to gain first. It's about you being a part of a network and an organization to help other people grow. And then therefore, it just, over time, things just open up and blossom. So that's really what I've got out of it. And I, I really have, like, I've learned just my business model, selling, how to sell, what selling is, what it's not, all of that. And I think Donnie and Kevin can talk more about it. This is, so this is Donnie uh, Boyvin and Kevin Snow. They're both the co-founders of the organization. Um, I've really got a lot of, I would say, sales coaching knowledge from them um, more than maybe they would even know just from all the content that they put out. Uh, But I've also grown so much tremendously with my group here. And nationally, I went to the Texas summit in the fall. That's really when things started to change for me when I met people nationally. And then now I've just started to know like how to grow virtually anywhere my business and not have to focus just on Cincinnati as well, which has been great. So that's long story short. Nice. All right. Wow. Thank you. So how did this all come together? How did the, how did this networking group come together? Why did, like, what made you guys want to do a networking group? Well, we didn't. That's the funny thing about all this is we never wanted to start a networking group. Um, Kevin's got a really cool background that he used to do a lot of stuff with BNI once upon a time, had mm. huge territory up there with like 1,400 members underneath him wow. um, in an area. Uh, before I launched my company, I had uh, ran 11 networking groups of the Fort Worth Chamber of Commerce, had six of my own groups going. And, you know, uh, speak for the both of us, we were both pretty much burnt out on networking. Uh, and neither one of us wanted to have that as part of our business. But when the pandemic hit, we, you know, kind of felt like Liam Neeson. We both had a skill set and we knew how to use it. And the trick was, you know, networking hasn't evolved since the 1980s. And, you know, the original idea around networking was a bunch of broke people who couldn't sell, getting together, desperately trying to beg for referrals and business. And we just knew that we could create a better version, focus more on a mastermind peer group type of strategy, bring business owners together, teach them what networking is supposed to be, which is this idea of give, 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 take, give, where you give, you take, and you give back. And, and you build this, this world and environment where 
you're meeting with people that you want to be around each week because they're going to push you. They're going to, you know, strive to be something bigger. You're going to want to keep up with them. And it's not a bunch of desperate people with their hand out begging mm-hmm. for you to build your business. And, and we must've done something right because it has taken off like wildfire. And some days Kevin and I feel like we're uh, holding on to a bolt of lightning as this damn thing grows. Interesting. I'm actually, I'm on a board of a networking group here in Covington and they're really trying to figure out how to separate themselves from the chamber of commerce that's here and the chamber of commerce, you know, it's got the brand, everybody wants to be a part of it. But the problem is, I think when you go to this, it's just Covington, Kentucky. So when you go there, there's a lot of people there essentially selling the same stuff. It's real estate agents, it's, you know, finance people trying to sell wealth management. It's, you know, the groups, right? I mean, those are the people, right? And it just feels like when you go there, and I've talked to them about this, everybody's selling, nobody's buying. Well, and that's... That's what you experience at a lot of networking meetings that you go to and you check it out. It's all people are pitching. You know, one of the things that is kind of a common thread is usually like some sort of spotlight presentation. When you go to a networking event, there's usually one person who gets to stand up and talk about their business. And it usually turns into a pitch. And and if they're not directly pitching, they're telling you all the most boring things about their their business. You know, our company was started in 1803 by this gray haired white old man uh, that, you know, my great, great, great grandfather. And, you know, and then they and they go from there and they, they might hit the 1900s before the, their 10 minutes is up. And, it's you know, and it's not doing anything that's actually helping them grow their business. So when we started this, we really wanted to focus on how do people actually grow their business? How do they learn the skills and the uh, the tactics and techniques that allow them to go from being a solopreneur or that first stage business owner and take that next big step? And now bring on, oh, wow, now I have VAs or I have an employee. You know, I'm, I'm doing uh, six figures, seven figures a year now in, in revenue. As opposed to just focusing on, oh, you got to meet more people and sell, which mm. doesn't work. That That's not how you grow a business. That, that's, you know, that's what you do if you are a corporate salesperson. You go out, you meet people and you sell them. You know, as a business owner, you have to have a different type of networking if you want to be successful with your business. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've always had, I've been blessed. I'm in an industry where I used to work at these big agencies. Cincinnati's is like, just tons of agencies because Procter & Gamble is the biggest uh, advertiser in the world. So there's a lot of marketing people here. There's a lot of designers, there's a lot of developers, there's a lot of all that stuff. People, I mean, you throw a rock and you hit a brand marketing expert somewhere around here. And the problem is there's a lot of competition too. But if you work at one of those big agencies, you build up a network and it's so incestuous because people are constantly leaving. They're going to other agencies or they're going to become the marketing manager at this business. And, you know, then they call you, they're like, Oh, Adam, I remember you were the, this freelancer and you had started your own agency. You know, do you want to come on and pitch this thing for us? And well, yeah, sure. I'll go help you with that. And then just being involved in the startup world, that's helped me a lot. So most of my business comes from word of mouth, but not everybody has that opportunity. Not everybody, uh, you know, somebody starting a brand new plumbing supply business, you know, do they have that? No, maybe not. Uh, so, you know, what you guys are saying is, is look, if you've got a younger business, you've not, you don't have any experience selling. Maybe you were at a nine to five job. You're trying to get out of that nine to five job. 
how do you think about sales? How do you, I mean, you got to think about it. If you, if you're not just getting leads because of your reputation, you have no reputation yet. Right. Well, but you know, hold on. I want to talk to that specifically because, because I think the problem with networking universally is people think that networking is all they should do to build a business and it's flat out wrong. Okay. Yeah. If networking is all you do, you're going to lose because your network will eventually dry up. So I tell everybody that you've got to have three business development activities going at all times. Networking for sure is absolutely one of them, but you better be doing some sort of cold outreach. I don't care if that's cold calling, cold emailing, cold connecting on LinkedIn, door to door. I don't care. And you better be doing some sort of hand raising activity and hand raising activity is where you're putting on original thought content and getting people to raise their hand and say, I'm interested, right? So speaking on stages, getting on podcasts, putting out social content, commenting on social content. And what people do is they throw all their bags, you know, all their eggs into one basket of networking and then get pissed off when it doesn't actually work for them. And the trick is if you can't go get your own business through other means and bring that back to your network, you don't, you don't have any value to the network itself because all you'll end up doing is actually introducing, referring the people within that network. And eventually you've got a bunch of people that are broke trying to sell each other their crap. And that's how it all ends up. So you've got to diversify your business development strategy and be doing other things or, or you're going to take, networking and make it a transaction for you versus a lifelong business relationship building tool. And, and it just fascinates me so much that people say things like my business is 100% referral based because that's the scariest thing in the world, Mm -hmm. because that means you literally just put your business in everybody else's hands and you don't necessarily have a strategy to go out and grow and scale your business without relying on other people, which means you can't necessarily teach somebody else to do it, which means ultimately you'll create a really crappy job for you versus build a company that actually wants to profitably grow and scale. Well, and hopefully you sell that company at some point, but if you don't have a sales process in place that drives a consistent amount of leads, nobody's ever going to buy your company because once you're gone, you're gone. And so does the sales, they go with you. Or, or that right, yeah. If, you're, that if your network. company is only you, I mean, if it's built by you and you're the only one that can do it, you have nothing. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're, you're done. So then there's other groups out there. And I know, you know, like the vestiges of the world mm-hmm. have come to me and, oh, Adam, you should join this vestige. And then you look at the price and you're like, oh my God, like that's crazy. Like for most people, that's going to be just out of the question, I think. I mean, what is it like? Uh, I don't know what it's up to now. I remember when I was looking at it at one point. I think they, have, like, they have packages between four and $1,500 a month. Yeah, um, You know, it, it's, it's pretty much where they end up depending on what program they're in. But, you know, they're also built for a different style of business. You know, Vistage wants companies between, you know, doing over $5 million and usually under $20, 25000000 million, right? So they have a range of companies that they're specifically targeting. What unfortunately happened uh, to, to Vistage is they brought in so many of their franchisees or licensees, whatever route they did, 
that didn't know how to sell. So they started trying to sell to the lower market because everybody perceives the lower market, meaning the lower financial market in business. But it thinks it's easier to sell to them. So that's where Vistage started creeping down to these smaller companies when it's not even their sweet spot. And so now you got Vistage people trying to sell people that have no business being in a Vistage caliber of organization. Mm. And it gives Vistage a bad name because they're really a solid organization when they're working with the ideal clientele. And the kind of the spot we fell in was a Vistage style model, a, a taste of a chamber style model. And we combined it to up, you know, together for those small businesses that are up and coming, but you know, BNI is an amazing organization and we need that organization in the marketplace because what BNI does is it teaches everybody networking. You know, that's where everybody starts out to learn how to tell what they do and all that stuff. But at some point, people are going to grow beyond that level of networking and going into the rooms where everybody wants to sell each other. And we really fall into that cool sweet spot of saying, Hey, look, we know you're still trying to grow the business. We know you need more introductions. We know you need to be surrounded around a bunch of badass people that are getting after it. We have that environment and a cost effective way to do it. We just happen to do it through collaborative groups that are really more focused and energized on building your business versus worried so much about trying to get you referrals. I think anybody who's desperately focused on referrals is looking at networking just the wrong way. You got to be looking at networking at the long damn play. It's the thing that is building your personal brand that is building these relationships that can get you into conversations you can't regularly get into. Um, It's a lot bigger than what people tend to think about it. Oh, I agree. I'll say... Go go ahead, Monica. No, you go ahead. I'll say that 12 months ago to today or 12 months ago now compared to whatever, however you say that from 12 months ago to now, I, ne- I was, I, I've always been scared to death about like getting out and talking about myself, selling myself. I literally was just letting it come off referrals alone. Um, that I have been challenged now with not only just obviously with being with our group, obviously getting on lots of different virtual coffee calls with people across, across the country now, but also thinking of sales in a different way. But also I, now I never wanted to like, I've never educated and like talked about my business or put a presentation together or anything like that. Or even like, I wasn't even putting content out about myself. I was scared to do that. And all those things now too, I just feel like the constant coaching of the group, it makes you like kind of get out of your, um, I don't know if you'd say it's a more comfort zone of like, sharing more about what you do and educating and being an educator, but also putting content out all those things I do now on a consistent basis that I never did before. Well, some people have like an imposter syndrome too, Monica, where you feel like you're not good enough. Uh, All these people around me are better than me. Uh, You know, I, I can't do it. It's just negativity, right guys. I mean, I'm sure you've run into that. I mean, all the years you've been doing this or all the time you've been doing this, I mean, you've had to run into people that kind of feel like they can't do it, like they can't network, they can't do sales. They, you know, other people are better than them. They don't like talking about themselves, like Monica just said. This is my second career. Yeah. Like, so I'm a mom and I'm 42. And I started, my daughter's 13 now. I started my second career in my 30s. And I wasn't going to like get out starting to shout out to the rooftops, like when I'm starting my second career 
but now, I mean, now it's been 10 to 13 years later. I'm like, oh, okay. I can talk about myself now. I can be an expert now. And I'm, other people have kind of validated to me, like you can share what you do now. And like, it just doesn't make me feel, and I'm extreme imposter syndrome. Every time I share something, I question Mm -hmm. it. Every time I talk on anything, I question it. If I'm going to, even submitting my speaker thing to Donnie and Kevin, like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? But, and I still haven't even got on the national calls yet to do that yet. And so I just feel like now I feel comfortable because I feel like other people have allowed me like validate that's okay. You can do this. I kind of needed other people telling me it's okay. I should start doing it. Basically. You know, the, that That's a hell of a testimonial because that's the environment we wanted to create. I mean, because so many people, whether they left corporate America or they, they, you know, found themselves out in a spot where they needed to create something. Maybe they didn't want to build somebody else's journey. You know, it can get really lonely out there really damn quick because building your, your business, I can speak for my own self, man, building a business is the hardest damn thing I've ever done in my life. And, you know, there's oftentimes when you're stacked up against it, that you make yourself an Island and you're trying to Google your way through how to build a business and find all the newest hacks and tricks and everything else. If you can find an environment like we've created with, you know, Success Champion Networking, where people are invested in your interests, they're going to push you. And it's it's an environment where you can freely learn without the the aggressive sales strategies and tactics. I mean, it's it's I would rather people win and grow their business and let their their growth be the showcase of how good we are as an organization as a whole. I can see why you put your post up like at the start of every morning now too, for like all of us to follow. Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I mean, you probably already know that, but honestly, like for $49 a month for the like camaraderie that I get on my local group I'm with, then like all your, you literally coach everybody every day just through putting content out that people read. And like, I start my day like, oh shit, I need to like get myself together today and not be by myself today. And I need to like actually sell myself in some way or like put myself out there uncomfortably, which before I'm like, I would have never done ever at all. Well, I mean, look, if, if for, for me, I'm just giving the information I wish somebody would have said to me as I was going through it. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, there's so many times as I was early on in the business, I wish somebody would have walked up and said, Hey dude, you got this one more day. Let's go. Right. Let's get out. Let's call somebody. Let's talk to somebody. Let's go network. Let's do something. And you know, I didn't have that in my world and I could take as much ownership for not going and looking for it. It might've been out there. I just didn't know I should go look for it. And, and uh, every day I think through what are the things that I have learned on my journey that I can, you know, teach others? And I've, I've, I, I have a pretty good knack of breaking things down into such a big bird manner that you can grasp it and be willing to try it. And that's been a lot of fun to be able to gift that back to the world as a whole, not even SCN. And, you know, I try and share it with everybody. Well, and one of the cool things about SCN compared to the other groups is, you know, and I think this might be a offshoot of what I'm about to say, but they're not 
no, because everyone's not focused on just getting the referrals and passing introductions and, and pitching the, the culture is developed where they're really focused on teaching and learning. And mm. as we've developed our um, what we call our champions codes, one of them that we we created right away was the whole concept of always be learning and teach what you learn with, you know, to build that culture that, you know, you're not here just to get referrals, you're here to help. And that's where this mastermind concept is really coming to play because everyone's in there trying to help each other grow and figure out how to do things better. And it's not just, Hey, who do you know that you can introduce me? It's to it's, Hey, so this is going on in my business and I need, I need you guys who that are a little further ahead of me to tell me what I'm doing wrong and, and what I should do to fix this or how I should take advantage of this opportunity. You know, one of our, our members has, is, is in Costa Rica right now looking at properties to build a retreat center, to, to open a retreat center uh, that she can rent out and use for her wellness stuff. And that was a direct response to uh, stuff that she brought up in one of her group meetings that she went to, you know, she's like, Hey, I have this really weird idea that I want to do this, but I needed a, a investor someone who can help with the funding. And she had an introduction to someone within an hour. And wow. it was because people were like, Oh yeah, I totally get what you want to do. That's awesome. How do we help you? And it wasn't like, Oh, that's dumb. That's a silly idea. Why would you want to do that in Costa Rica? You know, that that's, that's so far away that costs money, which is what you normally get when you tell people that you have this really cool business idea. Everyone starts telling you all the things that are wrong with it. That's not what we do in SCN. It's all focused on, Oh, that's badass. All right. So how do we, how do we elevate that idea? How do we make it bigger? Uh, you know, our idea for the, the champion summit we're having on in, uh, in 10 days, you know, 12 days was this really intimate gathering. <laughs> that we were going to get all the groups together. They can bring their visitors. We were going to come in and record a podcast episode. Uh, and it was going to be this really cool event. And now it's grown. Yeah. And it's and because of the people we brought in to help plan it. It's the idea got elevated into what we're having now on the 11th uh, in, instead, which is awesome. And that's what's so powerful about this organization is that people lean into your ideas and what you want to do and they want to see you succeed at it. And that's going to be here in town, right? In the Cincinnati yeah. area, Northern Kentucky, right? Yep. Nice. On, See, the, yeah. on the campus of uh, NKU. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And I think uh, what a lot of people don't understand, I think that's really going to be a benefit to you guys in your group because you don't get a lot of stuff like this that comes here for some reason. And I think it's because when people look at like the population of Cincinnati, they're like, oh, Cincinnati only has 300,000 people. Well, yeah, half our city is in another state. So they don't count that. And then on top of that, you got Dayton, which is technically connected to Cincinnati, which they, you know, I think 25% of traffic has to go back and forth between two cities to be considered one metro. And it's like 24% right now. But if you combine Dayton, Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky, all into one metro, it's like 3.1 million people. So, I mean, there's tons of people. Like, it's is like the 12th, the 15th largest metro in the country if you did that. But people yep. don't understand it, and they don't – they're like, oh, yeah, Cincinnati, DMA, it's not that big. But now you guys come here, and you bring this. you got tons of marketing people. you got a lot of folks that want to start businesses. I mean, I run a side hustle podcast. This is the place where I'm sitting right now is a co-working space that I bought and built out. So, I mean, we've got – you know, you got people that want to do something. The problem is, is a lot of businesses, they start up, they don't know how to do what you guys are talking about and they fail within a year, maybe two years. 
they just don't get enough business and they end up going back to corporate. And I'm like, I, I, I feel like I hate that for them, you know? So hopefully when you guys come here, I mean, there's, there's a slew of people here that I think would, would really have their ears open to what you guys have to say. Well, and yeah, look, I don't, go ahead. Go ahead sorry. Um, we'll definitely, I'm going to get all the information to you, Adam, too, because you really should share it out to all the side hustle people oh, literally yeah. and through the, um, co-working space. Cause this, this, um, is similar to the, the summit that I went to in Texas, but like once people get like connected and involved that it really will like keep you from wanting to go back. Cause like nobody's wanting to go back and the education you get and the motivation you get, I think it keeps people from wanting to go back to the corporate route. Oh yeah. Like anything within them to not go back that direction. Well, and, and with the lineup of speakers, I mean, we got some of the best of the best, you know, local to Cincinnati. It's not just Kevin and I coming in. You got, you know, Melanie Booler speaking on HR. You got Hannah Chapman speaking on financial mindset and in your ideas around money. You got Jen Beck talking about, you know, health and business. We got a huge panel conversation with Ryan Kastner, Dennis Nedley, Don Parks, and uh, Amy, Amy, Connor, Andy Connor. Right. So, so you've got, you know, Lauren Ammon, who's one of the most animated people in the damn world and seeing mm-hmm. this whole thing, Kevin and I will do actually airing a live podcast that will be recorded at the summit where the, the people get to actually ask us questions. And, you know, Kevin and I have now built three successful companies that are global brands. We have one of the top podcasts in the world with growth mode podcast, and you'll get an opportunity to sit right there, get promotion for your company ask us questions directly there's a mastermind in the middle of it we will be able to work directly on your business right alongside other business owners that are working on theirs and give real feedback on things that you can do to grow and scale your business i mean this whole thing is centered around the idea that you didn't get in this game to build a crappy job for yourself you got in this game to build some sort of lifestyle some sort of freedom so you could call your own shots and not have to worry about somebody else's agenda and in your schedule. Uh, this whole thing is designed for you to go big in your business and life. And, and I'm excited. I've never been to Cincinnati. So this would be, I've been to Dayton, um, but I've never been to Cincinnati. So uh, this should be a, a, a fun, interesting adventure of trying weird chilies and, you know, seeing some cool sights around. You will get super fat here. I will tell you that now we've got, (laughs) we've got, and I'm telling you, when you leave, you will find out we've got the best worst food in America. Like if you want circus food, (laughs) we've got a lot of that. No, just caloric craziness, like chili ribs, ice cream, like Oprah's favorite ice cream is Grater's ice cream. And it's like the thickest, densest ice cream. There's like no air in it because it's made in this like French pot and it's ridiculously good. I mean, you, you, when you come here, you'll see. And then we've got really nice restaurants. Like this has really become a foodie town. So I'm sad that I'm going to be out of town. I'm going to be in Miami at a fund conference, uh, you know, essentially like breaking down how to like start a, a, an investment fund, but I'm going to do like short-term real estate type of thing, but I'm going down there. I'm in a, I'm on a board, uh, Pearson equity group, a buddy of mine started his own fund. So I'm going to go down there, support him with it. But the whole time you're, I'm going to be down there like the entire time. So I'm super sad about this because I would, I would take you out. We'd go all over the place. I'd, you'd leave 20 pounds heavier. 
<laughs> when Kevin and I are both foodies, we we'll take you up on that. Oh, there's um, tons of it. My favorite is Zant. I'm telling you, Kevin, you you need to go to Zantigo up in Minnesota. It's the only Zantigos that are left. I think they're going to start opening them back up. But Taco Bell bought out Zantigo, except for the ones in Minnesota. They kept the ones in Minnesota. On my birthday yeah. one year, Kevin, my wife and I, we, we bonded when we were first dating over the Zantigo. Cause we we're like, remember Zantigo? Oh, Zantigo <laughs> was awesome. They had two kinds of cheeses on your tacos. One year on my birthday, we flew to Minneapolis just to go to Zantigo. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you one style of cuisine that I will not be trying in Cincinnati. What's that? I will not meet, eat Tex-Mex Mexican food outside of Texas. Oh, don't worry about that. No, There's don't, no, don't do it no, here. No city. No, I, There's none of, of that. I don't worry. Yeah. I've been to hey, Texas. Yeah. Hey, I uh, planned the Kentucky to Cincinnati walking tour <laughs> on Friday. I just did, did that the, the other day. I left my keys in my uh, in the office and I locked the door and then I couldn't get back in. So I had to walk home. Uh, <laughs> so I had to walk from Kentucky. I tell people I crossed two states. Oh, yeah, I walked two states. And they're like, whoa, two states. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, just walk across the bridge. No, I did a, a big food and beverage walking tour from Newport all the way up to Rheingeist. There's distilleries involved. There's, nice. involved, there's restaurants involved. Oh man, there's you're duck you're pin bowling involved. There's axes involved. There's you're coming to, there's all kinds well, of stuff. bourbon. Th- and city. that's the other cool thing about this event is yeah, you can do some real fun uh, business stuff and you learn a ton of stuff for kind of your business. But then there's you know, Monica and the team that's been planning this has been putting together social events as well. So, you know, we get in uh the day before that uh that uh, Wednesday evening, there's going to be axe throwing. We're going to be hanging out with a bunch of the local members and, and doing that. Uh, uh, Thursday night, uh, she's got stuff planned for us after the event. Uh, and then she's got stuff planned for people that are sticking around on Friday. So it's not just a come and learn and do business stuff. There's just an opportunity for you to actually get to hang out with the people that you just met and actually start building a relationship that's going to help you grow your business. It's not just, hey, show up and we can hang out and work on our business together and then go your separate ways and never talk to them again. This is actually, you know, let's let's start doing stuff. I love this. And We've it's really so collaborative. Done that. It's good that it's We've so collaborative, that. Monica. I love it. Like, and you're the right person to be doing this, Monica. You guys picked the right person for this one. <laughs> You're right. You're I just right. like to have fun and get into some shenanigans. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and get people together. No, our whole group really has, we, we love getting together in person once a month. That's like our favorite time. Just because we can, we are, we're on a call weekly, virtually, which makes it convenient weekly, which I'm like, that's like golden. That's, I don't really want to be in too many organizations where you can't meet virtually weekly anymore. And then the monthly thing, we just get together and we have a bunch of fun and do fun stuff together and grow friendships. Yeah. That's awesome. That's perfect. Monica's so happy all the time. Monica's just like she this is. cheery person who gets everybody happy. Like if you're in a bad mood, here comes Monica with throwing axes <laughs> and, you know, eat, bringing you chili. And you're just like, oh, Monica, thanks. Here's some ice cream. Yeah. You guys can't lose when you get here. So you'll be. I don't know. At the beginning of this, I wasn't so nice to Donnie. Monica, you need like, to get oh, these guys a reservation. Totally nice. You, you, you. Monica thinks she's all tough and everything. She's amazing, <laughs> fantastic. She was well organized. She put this whole damn thing together and we couldn't have done it without her. But but she's nowhere near as tough as she thinks she is as far as coming at it. She got two former veterans. Um we've dealt with a lot more crazy uh people in this world. So oh, you've I been bet. amazing. 
I bet. Well, Monica, you need to bring them down to Soto while they're here. Cap down after May 11th, and I'm going to have some fun on the 12th doing a walk. I'm I'm a Cincinnati. Kentucky to Cincinnati walking tour guide. I'll take food and beverages for tips from anyone and do that any day of the week. <laughs> well, Monica, you need to take them down to get them a reservation at Soto so they can go down there. It's like North Italian. It's in a little, it's like a cave. It's so good. It's ridiculous. No, yeah. You know what? I can ask you guys if you want more like intimate things. No, we just want to experience Cincinnati. Well, that's one. Honestly, of the walking tour. Yeah. I, what we have planned is going to be perfect. We have Kentucky Thursday. Or Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, we're going to walk right into Cincinnati. It'll be Cincinnati all day, all night. And then you guys head out Saturday, right? No, we're heading home on Friday. I have to be back for a oh, niece's Oh, you won't graduation. be able to be here for that. Okay, cool. Well, I'm taking all the out-of-town people on the cool. walking tour. How many people cool. are in the, Monica, how many people are you in the guys, Cincinnati group that you guys meet every week? How? What kind of group is that? Oh, we have close to 20 people. Oh, nice. Close to 20. But oh. there's a second group, too. That's a, we're we're one and then there's another one. Oh wow! How many how many people are in it nationally? Uh, we're close to 300 nationally and continuing to grow. So, um, we have multiple chapters opening up right now uh, throughout the U.S. and Canada, and we're in talks into some international locations as well, oh, including wow. two more in uh, in or in Cincinnati, two mm-hmm. more in in Ohio. We have Cleveland and Worcester. Opening. Up, yep. Wow. Okay. What What are your two roles? Like, which what roles do you guys play? Uh, chief rum drinker and Star Wars fans, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be so, chief bourbon drinker when you get here. You just wait. You go over uh, to Kentucky. We'll you're in bourbon we'll heaven. Oh, well, don't worry. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I'm a professional drinker, uh, which means uh, I'll drink what I want. <laughs> There so, you go. <laughs> but uh, I'm CEO, Kevin COO, both co-founders of this whole thing. I love it. Oh. Man, you guys, I mean, this is really great. I think it's uh, it, it totally aligns with what I try to do. And, and you mentioned something earlier, Donnie. You said, uh, you know, you need to not just, you know, have this referral business. You need to be, you know, bringing leads some other way. You need to be doing cold calls. You need to be doing cold emails. You need to be doing some of that stuff. But then you mentioned a third thing, which was kind of, you know, the reason I do this podcast. It's, you know, it's a, it's kind of a mix of networking, but it's also positioning me and my brand as somebody who is helpful, somebody who wants to see people succeed, brings people on who also want to succeed and, and that want to help other people succeed. I mean, this is, this is the whole premise of the side hustle city podcast, you know, do something that can eventually get you out of that nine to five life, get you out of that thing. And if you're going to do that, I mean, you've got, I've got a, a podcast studio here. So that other people, other members of my uh, co-working space can create their own brands and can push their own brands out on these different channels that you mentioned, you know, that you've got the, you know, there's a lot of places you got to put your message out on. I mean, you're competing with tons of people. I mean, maybe that's a blog. Maybe that's a blog and Instagram. Maybe that's a blog, Instagram, TikTok, you know, Snapchat and Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, there's so many places that you need to put your brand, your business, whatever that is out there. It can almost seem overwhelming for a lot of people, especially new business owners. Now, do you guys talk a little bit about that? Is there something, are you guys going to have a little bit about that when, when the conference comes in or how's that going to work? Yeah, we'll talk a little bit of the conference, but I'll, you know, right now, just for your listeners, I would tell you, 
you know, instead of trying to do all the things, pick one social platform and make that social platform freaking rock. There's a gal on LinkedIn that I love following. Her name's Leah Turner. She's out of the UK. And I watched her go from about 400 fans or 400 followers to 170,000, almost 180,000 followers in about a year. And she did it by showing up as her authentic damn self. But that's only half the story. The second part of that story that's really amazing is she moved over to Twitter and then Instagram. Her followers from LinkedIn followed her over there and she accrued a huge following on those other platforms. But she did it all because she got dialed in on one platform and dominated that platform. And look, you got to be the face of your company because, you know, what you say you do is marketing and, and advertising. What everybody else says you do, that's your personal branding. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and one of the things we're doing at the Champion Summit uh, in the morning after, right after our podcast episode is recorded, is a brand clarity uh, panel discussion where we're going to bring up some really smart people in that branding, uh, personal and business branding arena to actually come up and talk about what it means to create your own personal and your business brand and how you actually make sure it's speaking to the right people and how to get that brand out in front of people. So, cause that is a huge thing for business owners. You have to really, uh, balance that whole concept of my personal brand and then my business brand so that you're able to grow them both and allow them to be successful. Wow. Break, well, break down the topics for me that are going to happen at this summit. So what are the, what are the main things people are going to take away from this? Yep. What are the, what are the topics that the speakers are covering? So we, uh, we talked about the brand clarity panel discussion already. Uh, Melanie Boer from People First Talent and Retention Consulting is going to be talking about gamifying culture, how to make culture relevant in 2023. So it's really going to be about how how to build that workspace that people want to be a part of and want to to be uh, there and spend their career at. Uh, Jen Beck from Complete Health Revolution is coming in and she's going to be talking about the complete health revolution. It's time to create a life that you love. Uh, and it's, you know, it's really geared towards business owners and helping them figure out, all right, so how do I stay uh, healthy uh, doing the business owner thing? Because it's not the healthiest lifestyle. <laughs> no, to be not. completely honest. Uh, uh, then we're going to be doing a mastermind session that Donnie and I will be leading uh, where we're going to, you know, all the people in attendance are going to be kind of broke down into little smaller groups and actually be able to work on their business and identify things that they need help with that they're stuck on and get the other smart people in the room to actually give them some feedback and actually leave with some tactical plans that they can start putting into action to move their company forward. Uh, then we got Hannah Chapman from X2 Wealth Planning, or maybe it's X Squared Wealth Planning. Mm. I'm never sure how to pronounce it for her. Uh, hidden money stories, how shedding light on your money stories leads to expansive prosperity. So that's all money mindset. And that is a thing that we've found both me and Donnie with as we were going success champion networking and the other companies is, you know, there are some ingrained thought patterns around money that can hinder your ability to grow and be successful as a business owner. Uh, and Hannah is amazing. It's uh, shedding light on those and, and getting people to move past those pre ingrained uh, programming that we come with from how our parents and how other people in our life have handled money. And then we're going to end with uh, the CEO himself, Donnie Bovine, talking about build to business freedom. And I'm, I'm going to let you talk about that part. 
Well, you know, uh, as I built my company, man, as I said earlier, building a business is one of the toughest things that I've ever done. And, you know, I didn't realize that I spent 20 years working for other people. And during that ride, I always thought that I was pretty independent and nobody ever told me what to do. But man, you, what you're going to find is if you've worked for other people before that you launch your own company, all those years you work for other people, somebody else was telling you what to do. Now you'll find yourself out on your own. There's nobody left to tell you what to do. And you were likely doing a lot the same things you did as as you were when you were an employee. Mm. So in Build the Business Freedom, I'm going to walk through the steps of how to quit creating a crappy job for yourself and actually build a structure of a business that allows you to get that freedom lifestyle to work the hours that you want to work when you want to work and actually build a you know an actual company that can function without you. So we're going to walk through those steps and really go big with it. And all of this, every one of these speeches is tactical in nature. It is not a bunch of take a bunch of notes, fluff type of things. Every one of these is designed to work on your business while you're there. So by the time you leave the summit, you will be dialed in and some of these things will already be firing off in your company and you will be rocking and rolling. So it's going to be a powerhouse event and I'm just stoked to be in Cincinnati, be around all the awesome people uh, and and experience the culture that Cincinnati has to bring. Because if it's anything like the people we have in our current chapters there i'm already excited about the caliber of people that are going to be there in cincinnati oh it's going to be awesome man yeah i mean i'm i'm the more you talk and the more awesome it sounds the sadder i get that i'm not gonna be <laughs> so, i know adam these are that is your total people it'll probably be like 110 degrees in miami and i'm gonna be at this <laughs> conference people are gonna be trying to sell me all kinds of weird stuff yeah, yep. this is going to be wild, but this sounds awesome. Adam's guys. energy is everybody's energy from SCN too. That's why yeah, it's awesome. well. I just love it, man. I, I can't, I can't stay like, it's hard for me to, I'm like, uh, I try all these side hustles. So like if somebody's got a side hustle idea, you know, I, I did Turo for like a year and a half to see how it would do just to tell everybody if I made money on it or not. I bought a place down in Miami. I'm going to do an Airbnb in downtown Miami, bought a condo down there to check it out, see if it's worth it. I literally just passed my real estate exam yesterday. So if somebody is interested in buying a condo down there, I can help them through that whole process. I might be getting my mortgage broker or my yeah mortgage broker's license. I mean, I just do all these things just like, why not? Like, we sold a company. And he owns a marketing agency, a co-working space. What a, I do this podcast. Yeah, I so got Adam, rental property. Adam, yeah. When were you diagnosed with ADHD? Oh, dude, I'm an ENTP. <laughs> ADHD and ENTP go to go along. Monica knows my problems. Monica's got the same same situation. We but got the same issues. We got the I've same personality type. My, yeah, I my mom side of me right now can't go that direction. Like I got to stay focused on one thing right now. Oh, I'm even thinking about to moving to the Philippines. Back. Like I see you guys got the little Philippines flag up here. I'm like, Oh, maybe Thailand, the Philippines do like the, uh, the nomad thing for a while. I'm going to grab my wife. She doesn't care. She's down for it. So maybe go there and just, you know, live for $10 a day and, uh, do my marketing thing here. And who knows, save us some money, get some $4 massages and, and eat some, you know, $2 street food. I'll be in good shape. Well, you'll be in a shape. I'm not sure it's good, but you'll be in a shape. <laughs> the $2 street food, who knows what kind of shape I'm going to be in. But hey, the sun will be beating me down and I won't be eating chili all day. So I'll be, it'll, it'll be a change for sure. 
Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. I wish all the luck with this conference, and especially around here. I think there's a real opportunity to grow here. I think uh, it's an underserved market for sure for what you guys have going on. I want everyone in Cincinnati to at least try entrepreneurship. I mean, we've got all these mega corporations here, Kroger, Centos, P&G, GE. Like, there are all these huge, like, Fortune 500 companies here. And people think they just have to have a job. There's this mindset that, you know, you still got to work for the man. And it's not like your grandpa's company anymore. This is not right. your, there is no security in working for a big company. They will let you go quicker than anything. These guys at, uh, at Twitter, you know, they thought they had these $200,000 jobs. They were just living the life. They had a cafeteria. They had a, what, a Starbucks in there too. And they got food paid for them every day. And now they're crying because two thirds of them got let go. Snap of fingers and you're gone. So, you hey, know, let me do one quick favor for you. Buddy. Yeah, go uh, for it. Guys, do me a favor. If you hung out with us this long, we really hope to see you at the summit. That would mean the world to us. Please come up and say hi. But do me a bigger favor, favor right now. And Adam puts out some good content, man. So if you stuck around with us this long, do him a favor and share this episode out with one person, man. I can tell you, having our own show, building an audience is one of the toughest things out there to do. So share this episode or one of his other episodes out with somebody that could get value for listening to his message. It'll mean the freaking world to him. And it's literally like giving him a virtual hug. So, so share this out with one person for him. It'll mean everything to him. Yeah, I appreciate that, Donnie. I think we all have the same goal here and it's to, it's to help people out. There's a much bigger goal than having our own businesses and doing this thing and making any kind of money off of it. It's, it's bringing other people to the light and showing them a, a different way that they could live in a more prosperous life and helping them experience, helping them take advantage of the skills that they were born with that they may not be able to take advantage of. Yep. Well said. Exactly. So guys, let's end it with, uh, tell them when the conference is, uh, how they can find a link to sign up for the conference and all that good stuff. Go ahead, Kevin. All right. So the conference is uh, May 11th. It's called Champion Summit. It starts at 10, goes until 5, uh, uh, working lunch, and uh, we recommend getting there a little bit early so you have time to network and uh, meet everyone else that's going to be in the room and interact with all the speakers and get to meet Donnie and myself. Um, you can, it's 40, excuse me, it's $99, uh, $69 if you're an SCN member, and you can find out more information about it at successchampionnetworking.com forward slash champions dash summit. And we'll make sure you have all that information, Adam, so you can throw it in the show notes. I love it. I love it, guys. Well, thanks a lot for spending time on here. We look forward to having you in Cincinnati. Monica is going to show you a really good time, and then you're going to want to come back. I guarantee it. All right, gentlemen. Monica, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks for bringing guys. them on the show. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for setting us up. Right. Adam, great meeting you. We yes, should uh, cross, you know, compare notes one day. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely will do that. All right, guys, you have a good weekend. Do the same. See y'all. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Side Hustle City. Well, you've heard from our guests. Now let's hear from you. Join our community on Facebook, Side Hustle City. It's a group where people share ideas, share their inspirational stories, and motivate each other to be successful and turn their side hustle into their main hustle. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next week on the show. Thank you. Thank you.